All right, y'all. Today we got us a good half episode. Uh, we want to start off talking about Amelie concert, omelet, whatever. But you'll hear more about that later. Then we're going to get into Risa Tisa in the 50 part episode show that she put on. Then we got H.U. Didn't know shit about Jeezy. <laughs> and then we have the Blue Heart Bandit that shows his love through hearts. Y'all stick around. Preachers at the church like to say, we ain't gonna take long, but we're going to take our time. We'll talk about all the TV, movies, and music that define our everyday blackness. Welcome to the Black Card Podcast. What's going on? It's your boy, Bird. I'm April D. And I'd like to welcome you to a very special half episode <laughs> because we're not ready for the 100th episode <laughs> of the Black Card Podcast. We make the rules. <laughs> exactly. This is, this is ours. You can't tell us what to do. Oh, April, man. It has been a, it's been a minute. It's mm-hmm. been a minute. It's been what? Two weeks? Three weeks? It, probably two or three. And every time it's been your fault too. I know, I know. You know, remember when you used to try to fire me? <laughs> now look at you. We gonna have open tryouts again. Look, no, we can't fire you. You only want to know how to get into the account. <laughs> exactly. Hey, look, you go. You gonna fire me? I'm gonna change the password on this shit. That's the. Hey, look, the podcast dies with me. Don't yeah, say man. That. I've been busy. I, I've been busy. I'm sorry, you guys. Been out of town. I had like the most. Okay. April, I had the most expensive week of my life. This week? No, when I was gone. Oh, I bet. Because we haven't talked since then. No, we haven't. Okay, y'all. This is literally was a five-day stretch for me. Uh, Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. Went to Nashville. Drake concert. Mm -hmm. Drake and J. Cole. It was all a blur. Fire as hell. Great time. Um, I'm really big on buying tour merch. I wanted a hoodie because I always buy hoodies. This shit was so expensive. The cheaper one, they didn't have my size. Guess how much was the hoodie that I bought? Uh, one hundred. I wish. I spent two hundred and twenty dollars on a hoodie. Then I bought drinks, so. To start my week off, I spent $300 before I even sat down. That was just the beginning of it. And it just kind of just ballooned from there. And, you know, you're just having a good time. You just kind of, fuck it. It is what it is. I'll worry about when I get back. So, but anyway, long story short, went to Drake concert, had a good time. Went directly to the um, airport, slept in the airport because I had uh, like a 9 a.m. flight. Flew from there, from Nashville to L.A., Went to go see the Kobe statue unveiling um, and went to the Lakers game. Mm-hmm. Um, then we drove from L.A. to Vegas because the Super Bowl was in Vegas. And we spent the rest of another three days in Vegas for, you know, during the Super Bowl festivities. We didn't go to the game, of course. Right. But I uh, had a good time with all that. So, 
when I got back on Tuesday, man, when I say it's one of those times. Oh, then came back to Valentine's Day. So <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that part. So, yeah, man, your, your boy going to be out here goddamn scraping and scrounging. And uh, if you see me dusty, man, mind your business. Uh, it's not like you had a good time. It was a good time, man. It was a really good time. So it, it, it was worth every penny, man. Like, shout out to all my boys. Y'all know who y'all are. <laughs> <laughs> what you been up to? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I've really been kind of chilling. My uh friend threw a birthday dinner party at Superhero Chefs. Mm. Um, was this last Friday? That was fun. Mm-hmm. So we we had that and. Um, if y'all have heard Don Jr. and Scheme on here, they have lots of things planned coming up for the next year. Shout so, out to the guys. Yes. Um, so just kind of, I mean, I hate when people be like, oh, I just been going to work and coming home and I mean, what I've been doing. You know what I did forget? I forgot we were in that challenge. Oh, for real? I forgot. I have to drop out now because today's the first day I worked out as a challenge. <laughs> I took a break. I told somebody, I was like, I have not worked out in so long. And they were uh-huh. like, how long you been gone? Like, I said a week. They were like, oh. But in my mind, no, that's a, a week time. off is a long time. That's a very long time. But I guess to other people, they're like. Because they don't go work out at all. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, Mm-mm. But today, I took, I got up, I went to Planet Fitness, and I'm going left. Like, it, I recently got a Planet Fitness membership. Uh-huh. I don't know if I've done that since I've been, like, since we potted. But I, um. They just have open machines. I like. I do a lot of cardio mm-hmm. when I'm in the gym, and like they always have open. Like they got a row of stairmasters, so many treadmills. Like there's never gonna be a chance where you can't get a machine. But the people in there, like I, I was. What there, are the people I, like? Because I've I've only been in the Planet Fitness maybe twice. So like the the whole experience today kind of like got in my nerves. Like first I get up this morning and I was just like, I'm just going to wing it. Like yeah. I haven't been in a while, so I'm not going to get on the stairs just fresh. So I was like, I'm going to get on the treadmill, then I'm going to go work arms. So I get on the treadmill, got my headphones in. Some man comes up and like, I got headphones in, so I can't hear you. He says something to me and I'm like, hmm. And so he just, whatever he says, he's not moving his lips for real. And I finally take my headphones on. I'm like, I'm sorry. He was like, good morning. I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> morning. Um, and then I went to go work arms and I was on this bench. And like the way Planet Fitness, like they have this like area in the back. So I was kind of by myself. So I was mm. like, okay, cool. And some girl was like laying on the bench. Like she came to the bench next to me and she was like, she was not working out. I don't know what she was doing, but I was kind of looking like. What? So I, I was just like, you know what? But, hey, that's that's the pros and cons, man. That's the. But like, but then at the same time, though, I felt like an expert in Planet Fitness. Think we lifting these weights. Got to leave a little circuit going. <laughs> Look, they gonna be in there asking you, so hey, am I doing this right? I'm like, I don't know. But you gonna, but you gonna be wrong with confidence? Exactly, girl. Not on. You gotta bend down a little bit. You know, make sure you feel it right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no, but nah, that's really it, nothing. I don't think I've had anything exciting. Hey, man, listen, sometimes man, life is exciting enough as it is. Yeah. Y'all know I like to go to bed and relax, and I watch TV a little bit, and yeah. Well, that's, that's good. Um, Let's go ahead and get started. Oh, how do you feel about us being right outside of our 100th episode? 
I'm excited. So, like, I just remember when you said, let's get to 100. And now, look at us. Halfway. Well, not halfway there, but 0.5 away. Mm-hmm. Um, or possibly 0.7. You know, maybe hey, there, was, listen, there might be a 99.75. <laughs> hey, listen. We engineers here. Like, let me tell you. This, this thing can go a couple different ways. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, we, we are not going to do episode 100 until we get it goddamn ready. Exactly. So... Um, you know, oh, I went to Birmingham this past weekend, just on some hangout stuff. I don't know if y'all know this, but I do my, my little staycations. Mm-hmm. And so me and my friend, she came with me this time and we, um, tried to go out in Birmingham on a Sunday night. Very big fail. Some man, <laughs> um, after we went to one spot, told us to go to this place called Cha Cha. It's in Inslee. I said, Whoa. we pulled up over there. I said, yeah, no, we ain't getting out the car. <laughs> it was like somebody's house that got sold to somebody. They turned into a little juke joint. Mm-mm. Can't guess me and Inslee. Mm-mm. They had a nice sign, though. <laughs> That's where all the money went. Exactly. I said, no, nah, we ain't. I ain't never heard of Cha-Cha's, but I'm glad you made it out alive. Me too. Because that's why I say, I know we're about to get into the thing. I said, imagine we doing the Cha-Cha and Cha-Cha and get shot. <laughs> Like, how you explain to your family you got shot up in Cha-Cha? If you can't go to Cha-Cha's, what can you go? <laughs> <laughs> I should not even be the name of it, but I just was like, oh, we try to look it up. You know, places like that ain't on a website. You got to go on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. They ain't got no reviews. They, mm-hmm. got- <laughs> they might have a little piece of chicken and somebody took a <laughs> selfie there and it's blurry because it's on an Android. And they ain't got no direction. Somebody got to tell you how to get there. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-mm. But yeah, that was that's that's my life. I ain't been doing that. Hey man, well, ain't nothing wrong with being normal. It's normal. Um, all right, this hit the timeline early today. Oh, we didn't even we didn't even say it in the witch card. I don't know why the hell we didn't put it in the in the witch in the rundown. AT and T. Yeah, I would say I just saw something on Facebook. I'm like, I know we ain't put it in the in the thing. Oh, so. Of course, everybody knows you woke up today. If you had AT&T, you had no service for hours. And because uh, do you have AT&T? Uh, not on my personal phone. Uh, you know, okay. Yeah, I diversified. <laughs> Just for times like this. Mm-hmm. Because um, I was at, like, I work from home today. So it really didn't bother me, not, not a damn bit. But that is kind of scary. If you think about it. Yes. Like, that's just one provider. What if AT&T and Verizon were down for whatever reason? It's like you get like this realization of how much we need our phones. Not even just like just for talking, but we really use them for every single thing. Everything. You go to the store, you pay for stuff on that mm-hmm. phone. You pay bills from the phone. You get directions. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just thinking like... What if I'm? What if I have a long drive and I gotta be somewhere, or I have a big interview today, mm-hmm. and I don't know how to get there? Cause I and now I got a map quest. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I had um, I had to do this uh, not a walkthrough um, uh, tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a tour for work of uh this place, and um, they sent the address. I don't even try to figure out where it is or nothing. I get up in the morning. Click the address. They'll send an email. Follow the GPS. Without, I'm talking about complete trust out with no second thought. Yep. It's like damn, and this and folks like tripping, and it was only down for a couple hours. I mean, like by the time I woke up, 
It was probably like maybe four hours. I mean, so, but I couldn't imagine like being out and having no service. I know. They said it's a repeat of 2020. Lord, don't let it happen. Mm. But you know, like around this, what's, what is this? End of February? Mm-hmm. Around this time, this is when COVID was starting mm-hmm. to spark up a little bit. So we, they, you know, I ain't no conspiracy theorist, but you know, they, COVID came about and now we're stuck in our houses. But we still have the ability to communicate with all with everybody because, you know, we got Zoom, we got Teams, we got mm-hmm. everything, we got our phones. But man, imagine being stuck in the house and you can't talk to nobody. Oh, no. Nah. Nah. I would that now that I ain't ready for that kind of life. Mm-mm. I don't even know how I don't even know how to pass the time. Like, well, and the crazy thing about it is like even like when you think about your like I don't think the Wi Fi because I have AT and T Wi Fi. My Wi Fi was working, mm-hmm. but like imagine like you can't watch TV. Like if I could watch TV and I talk to people, I ain't gonna lie. I like people, but I don't like people that much. Mm-hmm. I could get into a show, get into something, be fine. Right, but. I not having your phone. That is a major inconvenience. Right, I got DVDs and I only had a DVD player. Really, I got a DVD player. Well, shit, now I know what to come if, if we ever get to the apocalypse. <laughs> All right, so look, we gotta get started because it's only a half episode. Yes. <laughs> shit, yeah, that really don't mean shit. <laughs> right. So okay, on the timeline today, I have no idea who this guy is, but uh, I want to say Amale. Mm-hmm. It's O M A H L A Y. I think he's a Nigerian singer. It's giving Nigerian Trey songs or something. <laughs> <laughs> so basically that's kind of what he was, uh, or what he is. Um he's on he's on stage singing his abuye. He's singing the song and he points at a girl in the front row. He points at a girl in the front row, she gets to freaking out or whatever. He tells her to come on stage. She's there with her guy. He brings her on stage. He sings to her a little bit. They kind of dance a little bit. Then he takes her to like another top, like a higher level on the stage, up a couple steps. And then there's a veil, a screen that, that falls down. So there's a curtain between them and the audience. And there's shines a spotlight on them. So all you can see is their silhouettes. And he's singing to her and, you know, gyrating and grinding. She all into it. She throwing it back. She done squatted down, put her face close to his genital area. All that jazz, right? Just just in the moment, living it up. Just nobody's there but her and Amelie. So, <laughs> so the thing about this that's taking us to the next level is when he pointed at her to come on stage, she was front row, like, there with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so... She like he like okay you know like whatever you know he gonna go on stage she's gonna go on stage she's gonna sing to it whatever and uh he's like recording you because people in the crowd are going between like it's so egregious that they go from recording what's happening on stage to recording his reaction yes so you see all that so it's like it's like okay you know he's recording her while she's on stage with omelet and. Now time passes, and now they doing the whole silhouette grinding on each other shit. They re- turn back to him, but now he kind of got this awkward look on his face like, oh, man, what the fuck? Then we get a second video of them afterwards. So they're outside the concert. He's, like, 
walking off kind of uh, by himself or whatever, kind of then like left her behind, like and you know she's doing that, oh baby, 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 whatever. And I think she got like her, I think she got some friends with with her, mm-hmm. and you know how how they doing like. Oh, it wasn't that bad. You was just, you know, giving him a little, you know, a little dance, a little gyrate or whatever. And she talking to him and my man is like gone. He didn't walk around the corner and everything. And that's where it cuts off. So that is the discourse, not discourse, but that is the topic on the timeline. One, what do you do in that situation? Let's say it's you and I don't want to give omelet the credit of being Usher because that's like way too top tier. Yeah. That's like way up there. Let's say uh, Brent Fires. Who's who's on the same level as Brent Fires? It's like an R&B singer. Um, Eric Bellinger or something like Lucky, that. Lucky Day? No. Lucky, no, no, no. Okay. Lucky Day's fine. Lucky, no, because whoever old buddy was, he was like somebody mm-hmm. in the in that arena. If from, you know. So no, Lucky Day is good. Okay. okay. You front row with your guy. Mm-hmm. He probably bought the tickets. I was really about to bring that up too, mm-hmm. but, I, but you beat me to it. He bought the tickets. He said, "Hey, baby girl, Valentine's Day, I got you two tickets, front row, lucky day. I know that's your guy." Oh my god! Yay. All right, cool. Now mm-hmm. you down there, lucky day, sing this song. He points at you, gives you the finger, say, "Come here." Security comes, you know, separates the crowd, you know, let you through, help you over, whatever. You go on stage. You a lucky day, face to face. That's your guy. You be listening to him all the time. He like serenading you, putting his hips in it. How do you respond in that moment? Do you do you meet him hip to hip? Like pelvis me is April? Yeah, like pelvis to pelvis. Do you mean pelvis I, to pelvis? I know I'm on this podcast and I be joking around. Have you ever seen that clip of that girl in Birmingham where it's like all the women are on stage and this girl's like being goofy as hell yes. dancing? That would be me because I just would not want all that attention on me because first now I'm about to start sweating. Like, like oh my God. Like, I'm finna, finna be on all these like cameras and stuff. Like, I am not finna be twerking all on this man in front of all I'm gonna be sitting there like... Oh my god! You gonna bust out in the robot? Probably, probably robot or hit the like. What's the what's the thing called where you roll your arm? I love the little noodle arm thing. Yeah, like just stupid stuff. like swag surfing. I don't know. Like I'm just gonna get really nervous and do something stupid. So I'm never. I'm not ever worried about like. Yeah. Even if it Diggy Simmons on the stage. Oh yeah, you yeah you are super Diggy. Yeah, that is your guy. I'm still like. I'm just in front of all these people. Mm. No, it's gonna be me standing there looking stupid. Everybody gonna be like, "That should have been me." That's what yeah. everybody gonna be thinking. Cause, uh, uh, <laughs> okay, let's okay, okay, let's take it to like the next level. Like, all right, you you go from being down on the stage. Now y'all walk up and y'all are behind the curtain. Y'all uh-huh. doing the whole curtain spotlight silhouette thing. He's dancing on you. He's doing. He's putting a lot of a lot of pelvis in it and all that. Trying to bend you over, all that stuff. Do you play along? Are you? Cause now, let me tell you the, the the I'm not I'm not throwing nobody no bail. Now you you part of the show. Now you kind of like you kind of part of the show. You're a prop. I'm too goofy. Like so, we also have to mix into a lot of this. Like okay, the, the, how much did we pregame? <laughs> like. 
for their shots. Um, but also like I am not like the dancing type. So mm-hmm. again, you put me behind that thing, I'm gonna be making little bunny ears and stuff <laughs> like that. Like I'm gonna completely ruin the vibe of whatever he's going. Like, he's probably gonna be like, right, go sit down. You gotta go. Hey, security, <laughs> come, 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 come get him. Hey, hey, go get somebody else. Find somebody else screaming. He he might hunch me from behind. I might fall. Like it, it's gonna be awkward. Whatever. Like it's gonna be awkward. It's gonna go viral because they're gonna be like, "Who is this goofy girl uh-huh. that's behind this curtain?" Okay. So okay. like, I am a bad. Like if I'm with my, he he's gonna be like he's gonna be embarrassed about how awkward I was with this man. He's gonna wish that, I was with that girl. Like, hey, look, and that, let me tell you, like we just had the conversation off mic. That's the, like look, that's the kind of way the boyfriend be like. Hey, that's my baby right there. That's my baby. I'm gonna be back there. That's my hitting baby. the Dougie in my mind. <laughs> he be doing the robot witch again. He said we be working on that in the kitchen. Oh my gosh, yeah. So I yeah. All right, so we'll bring it back. Let's say it's not you. It's somebody else, you know, like it was. Um, <laughs> do you for, do you feel like what she did was out of line, wrong, disrespectful, whatever the terms like people like to use? If her man was secure, I'm just saying. Um, no. Hey, because you know there was a there, there was a string of. I know. Of, you know. I don't know. But that's just. See, it's hard for me. I keep learning that I don't think like everybody else. Like, it depends. You know your girl. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to judge no woman. Like, me personally as a woman, I'm not going to judge a woman for going up there, twerking mm-hmm. a lot. I'm like, you get it, girl. But I'm like, dang, that sucks for your man. Mm-hmm. Because, like. Okay, well, 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 let me, well let's dial it back. Homegirl. My homegirl goes on stage. I'm there. Okay, do, do you there's a there's a line that you kind of like pseudo uh, alluded to do you feel like she crossed the line do you feel like she kind of went too far if she was my friend I'd be like girl you, you knew you was there with your man if you wanted to go with your homegirls mm-hmm. okay he could have found out later by, by the videos mm-hmm. he was there front row front row and he paid probably allegedly he paid he paid in our scenario and he seemed like a good guy yeah like he was happy for her at first like because that's probably all she was all she wanted like what if he calls mm. me on stage mm. it was a, it was a little much mm. it's a little much yes she became a part of the show and at this point he has paid to see his girl be bent over by another man in front of thousands of people mm-hmm. and in the world of tiktok like this is not gonna die down now you're right you are the main Subject of the day, main mm-hmm. topic, and mm-hmm. your face. That mm. so now the there was like like we said, there's a lane of people that saying like, oh, if he was secure and whoop de whoop, whatever. Look at she's so happy. He all he should want is for her to be happy. Whatever. I I I think people don't understand being secure in a relationship doesn't mean you go out and do whatever the hell you want to do. That is not what that means. Agree. So I'm th- I'm trying to think hypothetically. Switch it around. Uh-huh. We at see men don't like fangirl over women. Like what's up? What's up? So I'll give you like a, a a solid example. Like Janet Jackson like straps men that straps men down and like grind on them on stage. Like that is like a part of her show. You know, 
Like she gets, it's literally the exact same thing. Gets a guy out the crowd, strap him down on like this little table thing. The table leans back and she gets on top of him, straddles him and like sings. Tiana Taylor has done it also in her show. Does, does it matter who the celebrity? So it's like I, and I don't, as a single woman, right? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to think like if me and my man go see, um, I was going to say Jagged Edge. Who are we talking about? Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. There we go. Go see Janet Jackson. She picks my man out the crowd, and he gets strapped down to the thing. And she's, I don't know. I think I'd probably, in my mind, I think I'd be like, all right, you know, you know, you got your, mm-hmm. you got your moment of fun. But I feel like, I feel like it's different. Like, cause I mean, Janet Jackson is Janet Jackson. Like that's like Beyonce comes and, and twerks in front of my man. All right. Let's say, but, uh, we'll we'll dial it back and let's say, uh. Uh, we'll use somebody like I want to use the term like uh, scissors a little big. Who's um, who's under Summer Walker? She's kind of big, yeah, Summer Walker. Um, but see, scissors. I feel so I hate to say this, but I feel like it's different. Like, the no, other. I like I'm about to agree with you because I think it's some completely different. Like, because I, I would be like, if my man go up stage and Beyonce give him a lap dance, I'm like, all right, like I'm, I'm gonna make jokes about it, right. but it ain't gonna be like a thing. But like, if I don't know if if Usher if Usher calls me on the stage, mm-hmm. and you know he does his thing that he does, but he doesn't even go that far. But see, I think I think this is the I think this is the the reason it's different is because there's like the threat of anything happening is completely different. Like it it really kind of almost doesn't matter what woman it is. Like it's like I can't think of like a woman with like. Yeah, you're on stage, like, yeah. but you're not. But it's no, like, it's almost a guarantee. Like, she's not going exactly. To, she's what, not going to have sex with you. That's I just thought about it, like, you know, we. I'm at a concert and Meg Stallion twerks in front of my man. Go ahead. It's fine because you know, once in a lifetime, and you know that's as far as it's going to go. Mm-hmm. You know that is literally it, but it's not the same in reverse mm-hmm. because, like. Everybody knows, like, men, especially, like, male, like, super artists and superstars, shit, they be fucking fans. Like, that is that is what they do. It is it is not crazy to think to, like, oh, she was on stage. We closed out the show. We went back to the green room. Woo-dee-woo. Now he and that got you the woman bent over. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's not a far cry that the, the realm of possibility, if he's, you know, visually attracted, you know, to your old lady. Like, so, if she's going to oblige but um and i think that's i think that's the mental difference why it's like you you know like because she about can get took but it's the other way around it'd be like you know that girl don't want that like that's crazy so um i do you think this is breakup worthy do you think do you think he should leave her or will leave her oh there's so many Mm. Mm, 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 mm. They can probably get through. depending on how far they are in their relationship, what type of foundation they have. Like if this is just a, something out the blue, because I mean, what's the chance of this happening again? Have the conversation. Completely inappropriate. Mm-hmm. But also, like, but again, I'm thinking like me. I'm like, men be embarrassing, but I don't want to. Like, if my man ain't embarrassing, I don't want to embarrass him either. Like. <laughs> He's now like a joke. And like 
if everybody thinks your man is a joke, at some point you're gonna think he's a joke. Well, you thought he was a joke when you got a yeah, You took your ass up there. Yeah, you played but, like a joke. Um, yeah. I, mm. She's a whore. That's not nice. She's a whore. That's now. See, you didn't take it that far. What? That's, everybody else saying it. That's a. That's everybody else is saying it. Yeah, if everybody else jumps off a bridge, you gonna jump too? If one woman goes on stage and grinds on, it, she's a whore. No. She's she's she, a whore when it comes to him. How does that dancing makes you that? Everybody thinks she's a whore. Mm-mm. If it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a whore. No. I think that I, she took it too far, but I would not go to label her. Boy, let me tell you, hey, they get back a motherfucker. But let me tell you, if if I were him, if I were him, maintaining the relationship would be a stretch. Because there is like, um, okay, we can talk about, uh, you know how we were talking about uh, w- men when it comes to women talking to like other men around them or, or like the men that they've used to date or used to talk to. Mm-hmm. You know, we're super big on proximity. Like if you fuck with my homeboy, I fuck with the nigga I be with, I, I be around or whatever. It's very hard to overlook that because it's all about how it it's almost like the, the embarrassment statement mm-hmm. It's like it. I can't be with you comfortably knowing my man's then seeing you naked or another nigga, you know what I'm saying? I, I beef with then see, you know what I'm saying? Then took you down through there or uh, anything like that. So now without any of that, you are the embarrassment. I, we going to go out to, to get drinks later and folks be like, ain't you the girl that was on stage when I'm lit? And now I'm sitting here looking like the fool because I'm sitting here sitting with the town whore. So. The town girl that danced on the stage. Whore. No, I'm not calling whore. her that. I'm calling her that. That's what he wants to say. But uh, I, I, I think if he was, I, it's, it's crazy as it sounds, if he wanted to leave her, I would totally understand because it's one of those things that you're, it, it, if he's, he could be one of those people that it causes a riff. Yeah, if, if it's gonna, it. yeah, if he can never get over it, then he just has to. And it's, go. And it's something that's like hard to get over. Like it's one of, like you you acted. I thought about this the other day. People think because they make their own decisions, or make the or do act selfishly, that for some reason consequences don't exist. For her, like, hey, you were selfish in that moment. You say you, hey, you on stage with Amelie and you want to live it up. And you want to do whatever you thought you was going to be cute and dance all provocative to the man at the time. Hey, cool. But you got down off that stage and now you got to get back to real life. So there are consequences for your actions and literally like losing, losing a good man that got you front row seats might be it. Yeah. Cause he's on one or two things going to happen. If he's really hurt by this, he either going to stay with her and make her life miserable mm-hmm. or he going to go. Yeah. Yeah. And make her life miserable. So can't unring that bell. Dang. Mm. Sorry to that man. Shouldn't have been with a whore. Anyway, moving on. Next topic. Risa Tisa. Okay, you gonna have to fill me in, top, bottom, sideways, because when I say I had, I don't know anything about this story at all. Okay, y'all. So for those of y'all that don't know, I am an avid TikTok watcher. Um, all I do is like, I mean, not all I do. I sit and I watch a lot of TikToks, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, one of the episodes, I think one 
they call them episodes, but hmm. Risa Tisa got on TikTok and did a 50 part basically story of called Who the F Did I Marry? Where she talked about her ex husband, who she calls Legion, um, and what all they went through. Um, so Legion isn't his name? That's no, that's, that's what she just kind of gave him a name. Like she kept. The crazy part was she kept a lot of stuff anonymous. Like she changed names and mm-hmm. just really tried to just tell her story without telling it. But TikTok people, they can't never get nothing good because they didn't went and found this man on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I heard about that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it basically starts out. She meets this man, I think on Facebook dating and, um, they start having conversations and on their first date, they're headed to the Cheesecake Factory and they both live in Atlanta. So like I felt for the Atlanta people, I felt like they could like really like envision like where all this stuff was happening, but her tire pops or something on the way there. And he came, like she called him was like, Hey, you know, basically my tire blew out and he came and he bought her a new tire Mm. and they continued on to the Cheesecake Factory. And I feel like from there, that one solid good deed carried him. Mm-hmm. And um, so basically, this was right before the pandemic. They end up quarantining together. Um, so basically, he moved into her home. Wait. Wait. So how long were they together before pandemic hit for real? It wasn't long. Maybe. I don't even think. I, I want to say it's a couple weeks. I haven't. I should, took some notes. But it wasn't. A, it was either a couple weeks, a couple months. But okay. it wasn't long enough to say let's let's go shack up. So he basically like moved in with her. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so um, the way that he kind of portrayed himself, he was the vice president of a condiment company um, in Atlanta, and he was just this guy that had all this money. He used to play arena football, um, and um, I think in the beginning they said that. Arisa said that he he was previously married mm-hmm. and he ended up getting a divorce from um, this woman because she was trying to take all his money and um, that lady his ex wife had two kids like that she brought into the marriage and he was still really close with the kids blase blase and um, each one of these videos are like probably about anywhere from like six to ten minutes each yeah. right mm-hmm. um, but we. She basically goes on, and I think I believe she they were gonna get another house. Did she get pregnant for? She ended up getting pregnant by him because you know mm-hmm. two people in the house during a pandemic, which right. I knew. Pandemic him. baby, yeah. And um, she ended up losing the baby. Mm-hmm. They were trying to find a house. They could never quite get the house. Um, he's having all these conversations in the car with these people and knows all these people and just like this, he's built up this whole life around her. Like Mm -hmm. one specific thing she talked about was like every morning because his brother worked like a midnight shift every morning. He would talk to his older brother for about 45 minutes while Mm -hmm. he was getting ready. And that was like their time every day. Mm -hmm. And then he would leave at like six 15, go to work. And then he'd come home about three 30, like clockwork. Um, where did he, I mean, I don't want to like, no, go ahead. You can, where did he live before? I think he had like a studio apartment type place. So she, they kind of decided they didn't, they didn't want to quarantine at his place. Okay. So. I believe that's what she said. Okay. But, um, and I know y'all going to probably correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, I just, I wish I could find a summary or wish I would have written a summary if I had time. 
long story, they end up like getting married. Mm-hmm. But basically, Legion was a liar. Legion was like having all these phone conversations in front of her with nobody. Which me with nobody. So imagine I pick up my phone like so. He was like, I feel like I'm spoiling the story. There's no no. If you he, yeah. There's no story. So. The, the brother that he was on the phone with, he was not on the phone with anybody in the morning. So he get up every day and talk to himself? Yes. How? Well, okay, I'm sorry. I'm just. And like, she would be like, um, you know, she would tell him, it's like, tell your brother I said hey type stuff. When she lost the baby, um, he didn't even take her to the hospital. Like, she had to call, I think she had to call one of her friends from work. Um, it just was just little things where he just was doing like weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. I wish I could like do a chronological order. I should have took notes. But I think the jaw dropping moment, they kept trying to buy these houses and like he always had like proof of proof of funds. That's what everybody been mm-hmm. um, making jokes about proof of funds. So he said like basically he had these offshore accounts. He was trying to buy these $700,000 houses in mm-hmm. cash. He said he had the money. Like, and then like, you know, he had, cash in multiple places he, like he had ch- chase money mm-hmm. he was showing the screenshot of his bank it was, well we later found out it was a screenshot but he was showing his bank account like got money in the savings got money in checkings like he's good all the life um wait how is he looking for a house if this man signed an, signed an offer letter for a house like a legally binding like mm-hmm. i want to buy this house in cash and the people the other you know the the sellers were like okay let's see proof of funds and he got mad like, what's gonna get mad at because he ain't got no money for her. but he was like i'm not showing them that until they accept the offer and they were like no we're not accepting the offer until we can see that you have the money um, too stupid yes oh. um <laughs> and so it was like they had multiple realtors like the first realtor was his friend and so like he would get her up They'd go look at houses. Now, mind you, while they're looking at the houses, she's pregnant still. Mm-hmm. So she'd get go look at houses and all this stuff. And like, oh, my God, I love this one. Da, da, da. But stuff always fell through with the houses. And then, like, that first, I think the was the, I think the first realtor was his friend. Or maybe it was somebody else. And then another one was, like, another guy. And she ended up talking to the guy. And, like, the man then told her, I think, that he bought the house or that he put in an offer for the house. But then she checked the website, like, the, you know, Zillow or whatever and saw that, the house had actually been purchased and she ended up calling somebody or like the sellers or a number or something that said an old white couple bought it. Wasn't, wasn't them. And, um, who is just so much. It's 500 minutes of, of, of information. But at some point she finally realizes that this man is just a complete lie. And he's been lying, but then she'll catch him in the lie. He said he went, he lived in California. He never lived in California. He said him and his ex-wife lived in California in San Diego. He went to San Diego um, State or something San like Diego that. San Diego State University. And um, she couldn't find any proof that he went there. Um, even like when they got married, she um, they got married. Of course, you got to put your um, what's the social security number mm-hmm. on the marriage license. The social security number he gave her for the marriage license and the social security number he gave her. One time when she was applying for a job were two different social security numbers. Um, so when she did a background check based on another social security number, nothing came up. He mm-hmm. was clean because it wasn't a real number. Right. Um, 
crazy part was I think she worked for like the patrol. Like so, I'm like, dang, you got access to right. everything. But she said she never looked him up like that. She just, she just thought it was her turn. She yeah. thought, you know, she had finally met a nice guy, and um, he just turned out to be a lie. His family didn't fool with him. Um, how long were they together? I believe a year. They got. She said 2021 was hell. I think they. I, th- I don't even think they made it a year. They did marriage counseling after they had gotten married, and and the pastor that she was talking to and the, his wife. They basically said if he if y'all would have came to us before y'all got married, we would have told y'all no. <laughs> um, he said no, no, no. I ain't blessing this me this year. He just was. Uh, he he was a liar and like, a, but like a pathological liar, like to the point where it's just like you just lie just because, like. Mm-hmm. Pretending to be on the phone. He would be in the car and be on the phone with people. And you know, like when you're in the car with somebody and they're on the phone, you're not really trying to like listen. Like sometimes you can kind of hear that there's another person on the phone. Right. But she said she wasn't really listening for that. And she'd just be on Facebook playing with stuff and just, you know, not really paying attention. And somebody would be like, oh, so and so said, hey. And hey, you know. But he would have all these conversations with all these people. So how did it end? Like, or what's the, where, where are we at now? I know I'm all over the place. There's so much. It's so much. Five hundred minutes of it. I know. So I mean, it, the I guess the the climax was kind of when she when they try to get another house. Oh, I want to go back. He also was trying to buy her a car. He felt like you know you're my wife. You need to be in a good car. You know, got a baby on the way. I think the baby was still on the way. Um, we need you in a good car. So he lets her go and test drive all these cars. Even so much as told her that a car would be dropped off at the house between one and three on this certain day. He never bought the car. He said that his company was going to buy him a company car that was a $90,000 car. And the car, he didn't want, they lived in like Clayton County, mm-hmm. which he didn't feel like he wanted a $90,000 car in that neighborhood. So he would get up, drive his Ford Taurus to somewhere downtown, get his work card and continue on to the where the condiment company then on the way home he would switch cars and like everyone so often he'd be like i might just drive this car home because i don't feel like driving you know stopping but of course he would never drive that car home because that car didn't exist so she so (laughs) wait so he's telling her that he has this ninety thousand dollar company car Mm -hmm. that she's never like he sent her pictures of it but it's google pictures that she's never seen Mm -hmm. okay and, um, but the, they had another realtor, like they tried to get a house again and she just kind of was like, look, I don't want to be involved in this. Like you keep like playing with me about these houses. Like I don't even want to do it. Like leave me out of it. Go find a house. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like when you find one, I want to see it. Right. And they had a, um, they had this lady, she shouted her out today. I think Amber was her realtor. And the lady was like, um, basically kind of gave her a warning, like, Hey, I will represent you, but if you decide to get a house by yourself, but the fact that he's not showing proof of funds and all this is like something's up. Mm-hmm. And um, I think like that, what, for some reason, that just kind of clicked for her. She started doing all this background stuff and checking up on him and found out um, all these things. Like she found out who the ex-wife was and called her and the ex-wife was just like, oh yeah, no, like none of the stuff he said. Like if he said it out of his mouth, it's a lie. Mm. And um, she just basically said that um, she he lied about the kids, like he wasn't talking to her kids or something. And then um, oh, he lied. 
I keep thinking about random lies. He said that his grandmother passed away from COVID. Mm-hmm. His grandmother passed away in like 2008. Damn. He's lying on his granddad like that. Mm-hmm. And um, he also said like he had all these siblings and stuff like that. Like outside. He had two outside siblings. Mm-hmm. There, were, there were no outside siblings. We later find out that he's actually a twin. Um, He does not have. A, he said he had like a. I think he said that he was an older brother, but the other, his twin was actually 20 minutes older than him. And I think he was actually the vice president and all that stuff of some company. Oh. Um, so he's like the evil twin. And then like they have an older brother. The older brother is the one that he said that he was talking to every day. And he was like, I ain't talking to that man in like 20 years. Like, damn. Like he don't talk to him. But like all these things were coming out after she kind of decided like, okay, I want to divorce. She divorced him. She basically divorced him on his birthday. Mm. Um, Put you out on your B day. He was sick. He had came down with something. They say he got um, like HIV. Because um, he was cheating on her. Like she found stuff in his phone. Like it just, got some nerve. Like all t- it was it like I can't even summarize it in a good enough way to really just tell you like all at once. Basically, the man was a pathological liar. Like you just randomly just think about some of the stuff he said. You like I can't believe it. Like so, the joke now has been like everybody like. Hey, let me see your birth certificate. So, one shout out to oh, her. She, oh, one thing though, she like, he would like do stuff. He got thrill out of how excited she would get about him doing something. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, well, if any women are listening, what I've been taught is like, you don't get excited at the like thought of it. You get mm-hmm. excited when it actually happens. So he would be like, he knew she wanted to go to Paris really bad. So mm-hmm. he like printed off an itinerary of them to go to Paris. Mm-hmm. And like, she went and like, like, let's get our passports. Da, da, da. He was never taking her to Paris. There wasn't no money for Paris. Like he would just literally just be like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna get you this car. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And like, it was just like a roller coaster. So yeah, they end up. She ended up divorcing him, and then finding all this stuff about his family. And he lied about like so. She lost the baby. He lied to his quote unquote aunt, who's not his aunt. It's actually his mom's like best friend, mm-hmm. um, who I guess the older brother doesn't fool with. But he lied to his aunt and said that um, that they had a baby and it was a boy. And so the aunt's been waiting to see the baby. He lied about having a baby. Yes, like he just lied about everything. And um, let me go check on this man. He um when she put him out, he ended up being homeless and like she had to call the police and like it just it she found out that he was never a vice president. He was like actually like a forklift person at the job and got fired. Um he also he used to have to go to like at some point I guess he had to go to weekend jail and mm-hmm. um which I was so surprised so many people didn't know what weekend jail was. I said, Y'all don't know no crazy folks. I ain't never been a weekend jail. I just know somebody there. Yeah, I know. Anyway. I know a couple of people had to go to weekend jail. So like, he had like served weekend jail for a while. Um, it was just so. It was so much. Like literally, it was like one of those like you know them Netflix specials where like you be like, dang, what happens next? Like you just can't mm-hmm. turn it off. That's what happened. Like after about the first part is slow. I had mm-hmm. to speed her up because I was like she like, but when she got into it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it was jaw-dropping stuff. I'm in here cleaning up. I'm playing it on my TV. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm I'm playing it. I drove back from Birmingham. I'm playing it in the car. Like. Damn, that's crazy. Because I've been seeing, when I say this is taken on a life of its own, like, everybody's talking about this 50-part Reese T, so who the fuck did I marry? Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm, now, I don't want to, of course, listen to it, but 
I'm interested in seeing like my like my man. Like what what do you have to say? So he actually did come out. The crazy part was what she well, she didn't she never said his name. Mm-hmm. But she said very like identifying things about him mm-hmm. and you give just enough. Mm-hmm. You know, TikTok there, FBI agent. So he was very into like wrestling. I guess he collected mm-hmm. like wrestling belts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. And before. so um he um they found him on Facebook. His name is Jerome. <laughs> And like the pictures just were like, yeah. Well, it's but, like it's like obvious. Like when you saw him, you're like, oh yeah, that's definitely him. Like he looked like he'd be lying, <laughs> but he um he did come out and try to say that you know basically he um they got a divorce because she cheated on him, and everybody was like, Lee, shut up, like <laughs> no, because at this point, one of the like I think two of his past women have come out and been like no no like you have to heal from him like mm-hmm. like one woman was just like okay I'm a she was supposed to come back with receipts I never saw her on my timeline again but like people were like no like that's what it is like one woman came and said look yeah I, I was in that I've healed from it I don't want to revisit that like mm-hmm. I ain't, I'm gonna address this once and I'm not ain't, ain't gonna be no 50 parts over here yeah and um I just oof the last, the very last episode though, she had this music going, and it actually like I'm soft anyway, but it actually almost made me cry because she really was just like I really thought it was my turn, like, yeah. and so it's just like because people what well, gets on my nerves, and uh, you know it's like oh that can never be me da, 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 da. when you're outside looking into something it's very easy to say like it's very easy to see in the story like you yeah, know okay yeah, no you should have yeah. but in the moment like imagine you going you. To that extent, I, I just got, I'd be having too many questions. Mm-hmm. I, and right now, y'all, y'all know how my pendulum just swung. I, I question a lot. Um, but I think for, if if you've never had a man do nice things for you, mm-hmm. and you're headed to, to your first date, and he comes and buys your tire, mm-hmm. and man barely know you just met him on, you know, a little date now. He buys your tire and then goes out and saves the day. She probably held on to that and like just thought that that like it's hard to believe that somebody that could be if you really really want a man it's hard to believe that somebody that could treat you so well could also treat you so bad and you be wanting to believe like that there's good in them or like sometimes like even there was times where I think she talked to him like after they divorced and she said he looked so bad he didn't have no money to eat and she ended up giving him like five dollars so he go get some chicken nuggets she was just like you just genuinely like I don't think I've, I don't think I could ever, like, to that extent, I think at some point I would have been like, whoa. Right. But, um, cause first of all, move in my, to what? But, um. Moving your house a couple weeks, couple weeks into the bed. Yeah, I'm like, I don't even know. What's your last name? Mm-mm. But. Wait, where the fuck Legion come from? I. Oh, she, oh yeah, you said that's what she made. Yeah, she that's made the name up. that she made up. Somebody said it's like some type of de- demonic thing or something like that. I mean, they said, I don't know, but like, you he was a piece of work and like i just feel like people yeah there's like she took accountability for like all like she was like yeah this was really stupid on my part mm-hmm. like here's where it was stupid here's where you know i probably should have you know looked more into this i shouldn't i shouldn't have just trusted him but like when somebody seems like they're a good part because she's telling us the story and although she gave us 500 minutes that does not equate to the year of whatever right. or however much time they spent together and most people when they tell stories they are going to tell the negative stuff that make you be like how you stay there but you know like he 
He's pay- oh he also he was paying all the bills in the house. Um, with his forklift money. That's what I was trying to figure out. He he was paying the bills in the house. So it's just like well, it's shit. <laughs> if he paying all the bills in the house, maybe we need to back up on judging him so harshly. Man, I well he just I mean he lied. He lied bad though. Like it just was like it's one thing to lie and you trying to like I don't even want to say like it's better like to lie and you like actually have a reason, but he lying just for no reason. Like mm-hmm. what what value does it add to say that you played arena football? Why do you have offshore accounts? He don't even look like an offshore. I didn't like, and like he had reasonings behind everything. Anytime she would question something like, Hey, like, okay, I called San Diego, San Diego state. They said, you did not go there. He was, oh, I was a private citizen. And my dad called up there and basically paid so that like my name is not on the like, and she was like, Oh, okay. Like, I mean, but, so when you really trust somebody, like when you're really with a man that makes you feel like you don't have to think. Right. Uh-huh. And he tell you that. Now, y'all know I, I question everything. So I'm going to be like, what is this? And mm-hmm. I'm going to call my other smart homegirls and be like, this nigga said he's a private citizen. I only think that works like that because private sovereign citizenship is a very loosey-goosey kind of like belief. And I, don't even know, I, don't even, I don't even know if it's actually, I don't think it's actually like recognized by the law. Right. One of the women, I'm sorry, because it made me think about you. One of the women, um, he told her family that he played for the Cowboys. I <laughs> said, <laughs> not you play for America's team. But it's just like, he would just lie about everything. I, it was just so scary to watch and like. Hey, that's but, a, hey, a funny ass lie, bro. <laughs> like, but then it's just also people are like, arena football. But that is, I had a cousin that played, or I, have, I don't, I. Dang, was my cousin Legion? I have a cousin <sighs> that played arena football. I don't know who he is, but I I was like, oh wow, like yeah. I thought maybe he was famous, but then I realized how many levels to football there are. I said, oh, yeah. um, but yeah, it just the end. She like he had promised her this BMW, and then like promised her this trip to Paris. Let me say the TikTok people. She had everybody tune in. She had multiple people offering, hey, I'm gonna pay for you to go to Paris and London and go do your thing, like. Hey, usually I ain't into like folks kicking in for shit like that, but oh girl, it sounds like she goddamn deserve it. Like yeah, she, like hey, she went through it. You you you've offered this much entertainment to this many people, like, and you need a break, honey. She um, what else? Like it was funny because like I mean I don't know what's happened. I haven't been looking today because I've been busy. But like BMW was in the comments like of the first video. So I'm like, I just started episode one. Like mm-hmm. Hyundai was like, hey, we put you in a real nice like. Like, I'm fucking you, with it. Like, and they said she made like eighty thousand dollars. I mean, I don't know what the number is, but like they were saying she made like tens of thousands of dollars with telling her story. So it's just like, but uh, but then but then you know what I saw next? Part one and how my baby did. I said no 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 no. Like Risa Who, from her? No, other people. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I'm like uh, Risa go. did it. Can't be done again. I will ne- like I the way I was invested in this story. Because, like, with me, I'm either into it or I'm not. Because, y'all, it was funny to me because I said, when I tell them I've watched this whole thing and as many shows as Bird and Dub have sent me to watch and I would not watch it just because I will cut it on and go to sleep. I'm talking about it, it could be as short as Abbott Elementary, boy. You ain't going to get that 22 minutes spot over. Mm-hmm. I fell asleep watching Abbott Elementary See? yesterday. <laughs> See, I said, it I is 20, 22 minutes. 
I, I just couldn't do I was tired. I just at one point I once I realized I fell asleep, I just turned the TV off. So I'll watch there's, it tomorrow. There's two there's two recent teasers. <laughs> Literally. But like I um it was just so intri- I just couldn't believe it. Like and and it's it's scary because while I know that this is not the majority story, it was just a very relatable story for a lot of people, not to the level that mm-hmm. she had going on, but just like you know, just being the the fool for a man and believing the lies there's so many times like looking back i mean i i think that anybody any woman that's been in a relationship with a man that that didn't lie can sit back and and in hindsight go over like yep that yep i missed that i think that's i mean i think that's more so like they said why do fools fall in love i think i think everybody plays a fool for other other people because there's a similar not similar as an exact story but there's a story that somebody can say about you know man dealing with a woman where they're like she she you know had me on these string of lies or whatever and everybody and men be like yeah that's how that shit be oh like that multitayo oh multitayo yeah yeah that was uh that was a well, that was more like a catfish but he fell in love and he just was doing hollering out on national tv but like but it's just like that when you i feel like people there were a lot of people that were giving her grace but then like some woman and i she came on there talking about, you know, the problem with this is somebody like Risa Tisa thinks that like she goes after the pretty boy. And people were like, hey, you must not have seen him yet. Like, <laughs> what? Um, she was like, you know, so people like her think that they have access to those types of men. And they, they should know that if them, that type of man is trying to talk to her, that it's not serious. And like, I just, the... People, the comments did what they were supposed to do because everybody was like, boo. Yeah, yeah. Like, this woman has, like, graced us with this story. And she said, if if it helps one person, mm-hmm. she, I, she, I don't think she knew how viral she was going to go. She probably looked 50 parts. Sounded like she was just trying to get it off her chest. Yeah. And that was the thing, too. People were like, so there are a lot of people. I mean, you're a guy, so whatever. <laughs> there are a lot of people who don't like TikTok because of like things like this, where mm-hmm. it like, tells these stories and it gets in women's heads and people's heads and it's misinformation. I'm like, no, oh, this is her story. Somebody asked me when I told the story, I was telling somebody about it. And I'm like, well, how you know it's true? And I'm like, you know, I said, well, somebody like people have come back and like confirmed, like corroborated with her, mm-hmm. but like. I sit and watch, I, I do watch a lot of TikTok and I feel like TikTok now is allowing a lot of people to tell stories that, you know, we used to have to keep everything in the house, like what mm-hmm. happened in this house, stay in the house mm-hmm. and nobody learned from each other from like the mistakes. And now this new generation is coming behind from us. Now they're not, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. They're not having to experience much because they're getting to see firsthand, like, okay, people be lying. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just believe stuff. You can't get excited because he said he going to buy you a BMW. Get excited when the BMW is actually at the house. Mm-hmm. Like, because he, he getting his kick off of seeing her get excited. And it's just, there's so much access to so many stories and, and things that you used to have to try. To, like, I've never heard my mom, aunt, family talk about dating and stuff. Like, that mm-hmm. just, you just kind of learn that from on being the in, the, yeah, on the, in the field. 
But like now you can sit and watch hours of stories like, okay, y'all, I went on this date and da 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 and what should I do? Like mm. and it's so and it's funny because I see a lot of guys like TikTok should be like it's terrible. Da, 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 da. But it's kinda like, you know, when black people got information and we started being able to share stuff with each other and mm. now all of a sudden we, we kinda got smart, you know. Uh I don't know I don't know which side I'm on actually, like because I do see a lot. And when I say a lot, a lot of, I don't want to use the term misinformation, but a lot of propaganda or baiting, like, out there. Because let me, it is obvious, very obvious. The same way that men had red pill, there's like a niggas ain't shit kind of theme that is so fucking profitable. Like, it gets so much attention, so many clicks. It's like confirmation bias, if you will. It's um, because a lot of it don't like if you look at it, uh, it'll be people telling you about like how to deal with men, how to handle men, or what you got to watch out for, whatever. And these these women don't be anywhere close to being in a relationship. Like it's just it, it's they thought of some fucked up strategy or made one plus one equal three. And it's just like it on the surface it makes sense, but it's really not what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But do they have to be in a relationship to know how to deal with like men? Like the more, the more in my video, I did, yeah, I recorded a YouTube video that I I can't post, but I said in there that I'm like a single connoisseur. Mm-hmm. Like I know how to be single, and what people probably don't want to learn how to be single but you can learn how to be happily single like and not be miserable throughout it right Mm. and the thing about it is i think everybody equates being single to being lonely and miserable and you got to get out of it which is why you see people like arisa tisa seeing a man do something nice for her she it's my time Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but i don't think that women get on Okay, there are yes, there are women that get on the internet and like men are men are terrible people to stay away from. But I don't think you have to be in a relationship to tell people like about how men act. I think you I think if you're gonna I think if you're gonna be some form of relationship guru or something like that, I think you one hundred percent have to be in a relationship because it's going to reveal things to you that you didn't even know about yourself. It's going to require things that you don't have to, that you didn't have to um, require or you didn't think were so important. So uh, I'll put it like this. Um, Okay. Um, Me and my friends, we talk about this. Talk about like being a man of a household and so forth and things like that. You, when you manage a household as a man or as a husband or whatever, you have to manage that household with uh with humility because you may do you may pay all the bills you might even have to kick in when it comes to like keeping the house clean or whatever or you may have to pick up behind your woman or something like that and it's going to piss you off and you're going to feel as though you like do all of these things but you can't Throw it in your woman's face that you pay all the bills, that you do this, that like you can't treat her like she's a second class citizen in the household. All right. But if you weren't in that situation, you there are a lot of people that feel like, oh, I pay all the bills. I'm Mr. Big Dick Willie, whatever. 
because you have to want for your woman to have a level of confidence in herself. You can't, you have to, but you don't quite understand that until you've been in the situation. Cause I'll say like this for me, it's like, it wasn't until getting to the situation that like, Oh, this is what they're talking about. It's like a different level of thought that you didn't have to tap into until you get over there. And so that's why I think like the, I'm not going to say that you can't, but the best advice comes from those that live in it because there's, there's a level of um, give and take that is often evolving. Like you can sit around the table all day long and put this shit on paper. That's, that shit ain't, that don't mean this has going to work out. or has going to play out. You're going to make up rules on the fly. Like you're going to figure it out as you go along, but you, you realize like, Hey, I got to, I got to give some time because I've taken so much and you got to recognize where you're taking. But, you know, people don't say that, you know, they'll, that's not, that's not a common, that's not a, that's not a comfortable take. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you have to be in a relationship to teach people how to deal with men. I ain't say how to be in no relationship. Did I? I might have. I think that's what you're assuming. What you mean to deal with men? We talk about being in a relationship. Okay. Well then, okay. What you mean to deal with men? What are you dealing with men for? I guess in the goal to be in a relationship. Right. We yeah. So you have to deal. With, yeah. But you don't have to be in a relationship to have dealt with men. Oh no. Did I say that? I don't know. I feel like you did, but I don't. The listeners gonna know because they gonna be listening. And I ain't gonna listen. I ain't gonna listen either. Well, you play it back. Well, they'll let us know. Right. I. Hmm. Anyway, shout out to Reese's. Moving on. Because April getting sleepy. I know you are. I see it over there in your eyes. We'll skip. We'll skip. Uh, no. Okay. Real quick. Jeezy had a tiny desk. Summerella. What's it? No, what's her name? Summer something. Summer something on um, Twitter. Twitter said not meeting brought 40 Howard University students to see Jeezy's tiny desk. She thought she did her big one. They she did not. Were, oh my god! It was the like like honestly, NPR needs to let Jeezy do it again because it was, in my opinion, horrendous. He's playing all these classics and they do not know any of it. They do not know the words, and he's like, and what makes it even worse, he's asking for like crowd participation, <laughs> like. <laughs> Couldn't walk a mile off. They're like, uh, yeah, couldn't walk a mile. In, in my Air Force, it's like, it's, couldn't it's, walk a mile. Oh. <laughs> and it's just like, and he has like, sometimes he has like this look of like defeat on his face. It's like, what the fuck? And it's just like, you see the the crowd, they'll swing the camera around and they just, once one time there was this girl on the phone. Yes, yes. You you get a chance to be with in in close proximity with the Jeezy, the snowman, and you said I'm iced out. Plus, I got snowman, and he's doing the hits of the hits of the classic of the classic on a tiny desk, and it is mind blowing because it's like one of those things where it's like if you, she okay, she said like oh NPR is in DC, they shoot in DC, whatever, whoop de whoop. Easy peasy, whatever. And that was kind of like her justification. Get the alum. Hmm? Go to the alumni association. That would be get the young alumni that actually were in college when Jeezy was popping. 
I think I did the math. Thug Motivation 101 came out in 2005. Mm-hmm. I think a college senior, if they just go through the traditional path, was born in 2002. So his, his the bulk of his career, these people were in elementary school. Yeah, they... like, like I mean, not the bulk of his career, but the, the yeah. good part of mm-hmm. his career that made him who he is. They were in there trying not to shit themselves. Like, that's what was going on at the time. So I don't understand what, like, I don't get it in the sense of like. Like, ma'am, absolutely put us in spaces, but not that space. Like, you got to pay attention to your audience. It's the equivalent to like when they be doing like the homecoming, like, Concerts and they like that's why they're the different concerts at different times and different places. Mm-hmm. Why you have the after the step show be like young nudie and them, and they be like that's where the, the young folks go, you know, that's mm-hmm. where the undergrad go. But that Friday on the quad, that's where it's cameo life Jennings. Mm-hmm. Like it both of them be packed out, but be packed out with their prospective audiences. Hello, I I could not, it made for such a horrible like you think about it. When Juvie did his, oh, she was so jump airline, mm-hmm. you know, Usher, everybody, you can hear, you can hear a little singing in the background, everybody singing. Jesus just up there drowning, struggling. Somebody didn't like him. I said, boy, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. And I'm just thinking, like, if they want to get a crowd, like, it would be nothing to be like, hey, if we're having Jeezy on this day, if you can make it to our office, you know, we're letting. 50 people in. You gonna have a line wrapped, us, wrapped outside the building. Wrapped. Especially, like, imagine if they say, okay, like, mm, what's her name? Um, Senator Senator Tate mm-hmm. was at the school this week. Yeah, they had yeah, to tell yeah, people. Sure they was like, students only. <laughs> people was like, April, what you gonna do? I'm, like, I'm gonna identify as a student. <laughs> and a male, too, if I gotta be that. But, it sure um, was a man, man up. Black man. male initiative. Yeah. Um, but, like, if they would have said, hey, you know, we need some um, A&M alum to be present for this so, you know, we can pack out that. Would have been there. I would have been. All you do is call. Is it? But, yeah, she, I think she just, you know, she's she's probably young, too, and just wanted to mm-hmm. give an opportunity and, like, let me, let me hit up. I, I don't know who she hit up. I don't know who gave her the, the go-ahead. It It is... I don't know. It is so bad. It was so off. Like, I guess this is when they say cringe. Like, it was the, the poorest of execution. So, I I don't know. I don't get it. I think, um, are people lazy? I think, I feel like people are kind of lazy. I don't know if it's lazy or she just wasn't experienced enough to know that that was not the opportunity to plug that. Like, just knowing your audience. Because, you know, some, you know, black people, sometimes we just really want to, like, do something for black people. Yeah, I guess. And um, in that moment, it's just like these weren't the black people to bring. Like you brought black people, but you brought the wrong black people. But how do you bring the wrong? Like, like those I'm saying. Like, well, how? So, question is, how old is she? Quality, quality question. She's, I mean, she's older than them, but I don't know. Let me see. Let me just see if I can eyeball it. Because somebody my age is like, I'm not gonna even think to go to college kids and and ask them if they want to see Jeezy. I'm looking at the A and M um. Facebook page for the alumni, like, hey. So she does, she does social media. She's a Howard alum. Her name is Summer Hill. S O M M E R 
F H I L L on Twitter. Let me see if I can find her IG. She's she looks young. She looks she looks but not but not what you call it young. Not I'm mean, still like she's she's probably in between she works at NPR. Nah, she is young. Nah, nah, nah. I'm looking at like Oh uh, yeah. I, th- I think she might be young. Yeah, she just didn't know that she just how to give people um suggestions or give people an opportunity in her circle and she didn't realize that it was not yeah. Oh, she works for NPR because she in the Usher Tiny Desk picture too. Yeah, so she was what's this? She was twenty five in twenty twenty two, so she's twenty seven. Oh yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. So yeah, in the in the DC area and all that, like yeah, she yeah, yeah, old girl, you fucked that one up. She just she missed the she missed the mark. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because imagine, you know, you look for DC people. If you would have pop people from down south up there, ooh wee. But nah, not even just that. It's plenty of down south people that live in DC. That's true. Like that would have been absolutely nothing to be like, hey, literally, like, hey, we got Jeezy here, man. Who's trying to fill out the tiny desk? Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. Last topic. Shout out to Jeezy. Y'all go watch his tiny desk. It's it's minus that bullshit. Life's great. Um, this shit was pretty pretty fly. Um, do you want to lead into to this like? Uh, I got the oh, video. I got the video queued yes, up. Yes, y'all. So, came across a Twitter timeline. Probably, I think, came from TikTok. I don't care. Anyway, um, this this man, I have no words. You want to just play it first? Yeah, just play it. All right. It's a uh, three and a half minutes, but trust me when I say it is. Oh my God, it's so worth it. What adversity he faced? Here's his answer. Marriage. Oh. It's tough. How long you been married? Seven years. When I first got married, you got kids. Two by my wife. Why you say it that way? <laughs> two by. Oh, I'm, I'm, over, I'm overcoming. I'm overcoming this adversity. You I'm got overcome. two by your wife, which means you got some other ones. I have one more. How old is that one more? He is turning two in December. Ah, Exceeding, excelling, and overcoming. I'm surviving it. I'm two years past. Well, you're not surviving it. It's I'm, something that you did. Oh, def- most definitely. Now, technically, you can face adversity that you caused yourself. Oh, wait. This is from Kev on stage, Pace. So hold on, hold on. Let me. I got to skip that part. You did. Oh, def- most definitely. Now, technically, oh, you can face adversity it. that you caused yourself. Nobody said adversity had to be external forces. It could be self-inflicted adversity still adverse. But I'm still, I'm still, me and my, ma- me and my wife. We still rocking. Like, I'm, I'm surviving. It's well, tough. She's, she's overcoming. Oh, she definitely is. You obviously did something you weren't supposed to do. I think you need to learn how to exceed and excel as a husband. So tell me how you're exceeding, excelling. As a husband? As a husband. I can use multiple examples. But for one, I'll, I'll say one I most recently did. My wife, she didn't even realize I was doing it. One day... One day I just randomly sent her. I always send my things is blue hearts. Sent her a blue heart. Love you, babe. Good morning. My morning text. Next day, love you, babe. Two hearts. Next day, love you, babe. I saw. I caught myself sending her just like three, three random hearts. And I said to myself, Oh, 
Let me see how long I could go on with this heart. Like every day, I'ma add an extra heart. Mm-hmm. I want to see how long. Like I, this, and this was <laughs> this real talk. I like, little, little tactics, and I said, let me see if I could finish this thing throughout the year into the new year, right? Oh, long story short, I messed up, right? Went 21 days. I, I, I don't know about you, boy. I felt good about 21 hush, like straight, everything good. No arguments, no disagreements. As you can see, it's... <laughs> that, was, that was it. That was it. That was it. The whole... It started with the him, the interviewer asking him... What is something you've endured in life? And he said marriage, and the shit just went off the rails from there. Hey, when last time somebody sent you a heart? If somebody was sending me random hearts every day, I. It's your husband. This ain't somebody. Oh yeah, this my. And and, and the, that's how he exceeds as a husband, and he's had an outside baby, and and in replace of that, he's sending me hearts. This nigga said, Yeah, man, I was just gonna see, you know, how long I tried to send them for a year. I tried to, you know, go the whole year without missing them my heart. So, you know, I got to like 21 days, then I messed up. Like, nigga, that's three weeks. (laughs) And in my head, I was like, So, did you you not send a heart because you like cheated, or did you not send a heart because you just forgot? It's like the Bible streak on the man, what? Hey, what's so funny? I wish, I wish y'all could see this video because my man, he thought he was cooking. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just be, you no, know, I just send a random heart. You know, I just, that's my thing. I send a blue heart. So I'm like, oh shit, let me see how long I keep this. I'm like, bro, are you fucking shit? Are you shitting me? When I see stuff like this, I, I just be like, are these the men that y'all, he's not even available, but you know what? He's not even available. But he out here giving advice. You know, he's talking about he went through adversity. He, You created the adversity, sir. Nigga, what? He said, two by my wife. <laughs> Why did you say it? You opened up the door for that. Right. You opened up the door. <laughs> now, hey, look, man. As as days go by, as days turn to nights, nights turn to weeks, weeks turn to months. I am just really getting more and more on women's side. I see what the fuck y'all be talking about. Because I, I, when I say my jaw dropped, like, this man is so serious. And this is so stupid. that it, it, and, and to know that he's going to take the headphones off, turn off the mics, and go home to this woman that he has just actually pseudo-embarrassed. Well, he did embarrass pseudo. her. Not pseudo. He did inadvertently embarrassed. And that's oh, like that's what I be praying. I be like, Lord, like I do desire marriage, but I'll be okay. You know, at this point, like I'm alright. <laughs> it set me up to be all right, one way or the other. But Lord, if you bless me with a man, Lord, please. <laughs> Do not bless me with one of these embarrassed. These men get on the internet. Like maybe I'm just like, maybe men have always been embarrassing, but they just didn't have the internet. You know what I'm saying? So like, it wasn't just as widespread. No, like, you know, your man, man just get out there. But like the stuff that these men do, like. No, Cause let me tell you why. I've been on the internet for a hundred episodes and I'm embarrassed for different reasons. Yeah, but <laughs> like, exactly. Not but, this but at all. 
it's just like I sit back and wa- I watch a lot. I peep a lot of stuff, and I just be sitting there like, no, 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 because it, there's no way that my husband could get on the internet. And then here's the thing: husband get on the internet, it go viral. Mm-hmm. First, you might like he come back tell you about him like, oh my god, but then when like nothing, imagine as the wife, you sitting there. And your homegirl be like, did you see uh, Trey on, on, on that? You know, the fucked up part about that? It's going to go viral in waves. Twitter first. Yep. TikTok second. No, sorry. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. That's the, that is just, Twitter only got really 24 hours of that shit to go. But... If that's but it's I feel like Twitter is where virality happens. If it's viral on Twitter, it's just a matter of time for the other ones to pick it up. Yep. And the fucked up part is Facebook is going to be dead last. Oh like, yeah. It's going to be next week. Exactly. They're going to be, they, they gonna be like, week. oh my god. Just when you thought this shit was over, it. I, I just don't understand. <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, y'all. And I don't. I. I do not condone like laughing. Like I don't be laughing at the the woman. I just be feeling bad. Like when mm. when men get on the internet and embarrassed, I be like, "Bruh, girl, stand up!" Like I, I ain't gonna lie to you. This is one of the times where like a good man know he a good man because like, hey, you could be with him or you could be with me. So it's a bit like <laughs> that. But his bar is so far. Like I like I. Mm. Duh. A blue no, I'm still I'm so stuck on he only did twenty one days before he fucked up. Like this guy's he's not serious. He's not. And you think about it, you had a baby on her. You can't do you can't even give her three hundred and sixty five free hearts in a text. That she didn't ask for. She didn't ask for it, but you just think they're so amazing. But you also give her an outside responsibility and woman that she's going to have to deal with for the rest of her life. That is what you also gave her. That podcast would have been my, like the, my, that's final straw. You know what? And, and I'd say she could, you know, divorce him, take him for everything he got, but he ain't even got common sense. So I know, <laughs> uh, uh, I just, I'd be like, are these the men that y'all want us to marry? Cause uh, I can sit up and look stupid and talk stupid by myself. Yeah, I look, man. I be, you know, I be, I be trying to hold the men down as as hard as Mm -hmm. I can. But sometimes you just can't. You know, for bullshit, man. You can't. Um. Yeah. No. 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 Because like again, no. Then I was trying to think that the question was, what have you endured? You sit up here and they had a baby on your wife, and the first thing you say is marriage. You open the door. Well, the crazy thing, he probably feels like he endured. He's like, that's how he probably feels. Like I, like I'm enduring this marriage. Men will get on. Oh, not not all men. Some of these men will get on the internet and just embarrass you, and in just the slightest way, because he basically said he's enduring that marriage. How are you enduring the marriage when you the one that had the baby? He don't want to be in the marriage. That's basically what he's saying without saying it. But I don't think he know what the word endure means. That's possible too. 
That's very possible. I think that's what, uh, the more I think about it, I think that's what he just got a loose understanding of what it is. He went home. Do you even know what enduring means? And she read definition. Oh, shit. That ain't what I meant. My bad, yo. My bad. I meant enjoying. (laughs) Like, man, just, mm. Mm. Ick. Oh, man. (sighs) Okay. Hey, you guys. This is the end of the show. Oh, my God. That's a good way to end it, man. Damn, that was funny. You made Um, me endure this episode. I'm sleepy. (laughs) Ooh. I see you blue hearted <laughs> Oh man Hey man This episode 99 and a half We're working on our 100th episode We're going to try to give you guys Something special Something new Something great Because Y'all deserve it man We deserve it If you're a woman <laughs> Men deserve less <laughs> I'm sorry she's, she's still on that on, on her thing So We're just going to let her live on that uh, you got anything for the people? No. Now you need to tell them plug your watch collar, man. Plug your your YouTube. I ain't posted nothing. So okay, let me well, send y'all, me away, know you. I'm a I'm a oh I'm not gonna stutter on YouTube. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna edit that out. But I'm gonna be back on YouTube for real. I d- I'm opening the the box a little more than just adulting. So it's really just gonna be me. And I might get on there and I might actually make some notes and talk more about. You know, what did we learn from Risa Tista type stuff? And people were sending me ideas on face, not Facebook, Instagram on things to talk about. So I'm open. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, let me tell you, I saw a snippet of it. <laughs> boy, it's one, y'all, I'm not posting that one. Was- boy, she said something on that bitch so funny, man. <laughs> Dang, like she like she's really like it's really kind of, like she got to put that on like a, 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 a on your Patreon or something like that. We're going to get there. Like, it was hilarious. She ain't got no sense, y'all. I don't. No sense, no filter. Mm-hmm. Well, I got a filter here. But... That's like a good like podcast, man. Oh, no sense, no filter. Watch somebody take it. Damn, somebody gonna take it. Oh, we should have talked about Taylor and Taylor. Who? Taylor and Taylor. Uh, Taylor Rooks and Jordan Taylor. Uh, who I mean, Taylor are? Jordan. Who, Taylor, yeah. Who are they? Joy Taylor. I'm sorry. Ta- Joy Taylor, Taylor Rooks. Were those uh, the two white women with the red background? Whoa, neither one of them are white. Really? Hell no. Nah. So you mean tell me that, that those weren't two white women? No. That you saw all everywhere today? I time? saw it just once. I just remember it being two white women. With the red background that said two personal? Yeah. Neither one of them are white. Really? Really. They're like well-known like sports analysts. I don't want to use the term analysts. Sports commentators, should I say, or they're not analysts seems a little too harsh. They they like do interviews and they host shows. Um and they're um especially Taylor Rooks, known for just being way too fine to be around these kind of men. And like the the common joke is that men get around Taylor Rooks when she they're interviewing when she's interviewing them and they get to start telling the biggest lies ever, trying to impress her. So now the two of them are coming together on a podcast and it's just a lot of fun on one screen. Oh, she's very black. I'm sorry, Taylor Rooks. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. 
Oh, this Joy Taylor. That's the lady that said she would like to go on a walk on the first day. I remember her. Oh, she said that? Yeah. <laughs> the way she just rolled her eyes at her. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. They, they, yeah, they got a new podcast coming out on Complex. And uh, it's going to be a big deal. It is going to be a huge deal. They're going to get nobody to... I ain't gonna say nobody tells them no, but they have access to all the athletes. And all the athletes are gonna to want to go over there. I can't believe I thought that was why. I cannot I do not know where you got that from. Uh you know, I don't know either. Yeah, so yeah, but that's gonna turn some girls gay. So anyway. Um, shout out to them. Hopefully like one day we'll be on there. Talking about sports. I can, I don't care what the fuck we talk about. I'm about to say, I'm gonna be like, girl, you want to go? Where where you be walking to? <laughs> you be going out? You got access to these these football players? You be like, you trying to go on a walk? All right. I'm trying to walk on that field. What we got? What we got? Walk on the court? Walk on the field? What we walking? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm Bird. I'm April D. And this has been another episode of the Black Card Podcast. Thank you for listening, and Mama, sorry for cussing. <laughs>